0: yo and welcome back to the always better than yesterday podcast with me ryan hartley returning for a another how to be more positive this time we are version 2.0 some two years ago i recorded version one and it is to this day still remains one of the most popular episodes that i've put out and i thought it was only right to come back during this time to refresh some of the principles and update the the episode with a few more of my learnings over the years so in this 45 minutes i would love for you to hear some insights some humor some key takeaways all geared to helping you be more positive to help you and your mindset move forward and you will hear six key principles to help you be more positive they are inside out build the greenhouse practice makes progress Do the next right thing, you decide, and leave the world a more positive place. In the episode, you're going to hear about why it's really important to do what you love, to be someone you love, and to spend time with people you love. How you should be creating the right environment for you to learn, to grow, to push the comfort zone, to become your biggest fan, to focus opportunity and prepare for the three amigos to set intention and to think about the impact that you have on others so much more in this conversation Um, I really hope something within it resonates with you please do share like subscribe all of that jazz all of that good stuff But most importantly sit back enjoy with an open mind and an open heart and a willingness to to learn and hopefully be a little bit more positive than you were yesterday i'm ryan hartley find me on all social media platforms please do email me at ryanbhartley at gmail.com if you have any questions any feedback you'd like to give and also contact me directly if you'd like me to help you grow in these principles and put some of them into practice but for now do enjoy much love So here we go. It's me, Ryan Hartley, from Always Better Than Yesterday, but you already know that because you're here with me in the We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community. It's here, it's Friday evening, and it's time that I showed up and did a version 2.0 of of how to be more positive. Version 1 I recorded about two years ago nearly, maybe just over two years ago, and it's still to this day probably one of the most um, downloaded podcasts and and still talked about episodes. So it's great to have as many of you join here live on the community. And then when this gets reposted um, to the podcast, before I start how to be more positive version 2.0, I first want to dedicate this live uh, to my little nan, um, who, um, who passed away this morning so this is to my little hand. and still we show up and here we go how to be more positive version 2.0 so nice way to start it's not all sunshine and rainbows life is not all sunshine and rainbows one of my favorite um one of my favorite movies of all time is is rocky balboa and there's this famous uh, video, famous clip of him when he's talking to his son. And if you've not seen it, go and check it out on um, on YouTube. But it's one of the most inspiring quotes that you've, you'll ever listen to. And he talks about life's going to kick you down. Life's going to hit you down. It's going to keep you down. It's going to beat you. Life is not all sunshine and rainbows. And the reason I say that at the very start is because I, I just want to emphasize that positivity isn't just a woo woo. Positivity isn't a a mindless act. Positivity for me is a choice. It It is the deciding and the practice of choosing to be positive because that's how we keep moving forward as Rocky Balboa would say. Positive mindset, what is mindset? Mindset is just the way that we think the way that we think. And the reason that's important is because it'll inform the way that we act and the way that we show up. And I want to encourage you right now, if you're thinking about positivity and I've always considered myself naturally positive, I've grown up being surrounded by a positive influence in my mum and it was become second nature to me. And it's taken me a long time to unpick how to be positive. Um, and, and I'm going to try and package that as much as I possibly can for the next 45 minutes to give you some real practical tips and techniques and ways to think and ways to act to be more positive. Um, you are not your blood type, and what does that really mean? You're born with a blood type that's either positive or negative, and that doesn't change. At least it doesn't. At least I don't think it does. I've not done the research. But if you're struggling with positivity now, if you are not what you would describe as a positive person. It is never too late to make that change. Positivity is not reserved for a select few. It is learnable. It is teachable. I had to go and learn how I was so positive because it was just built in into the way that I've thought for many years, the way that we've acted, the way that my mum showed up in the home. Um, So I've tried to diagnose a lot of that. All I ask is that you approach this next 45 minutes with an open heart an open mind, and a willingness to let go of guilt and any self-judgment. Guilt serves no one, it's pointless. Please be willing to let that guilt and self-judgment and leave it at the door. Feel free to invite a friend uh, to this group to, to journey along with us. Um, and I'm going to share one, two, three, four, five, six, six things, six key principles, as you were, um, that I think will help you right now be more positive. So thanks for helping me get through that initial bit. Um, and let's go. Principle number one. It's a Disney reference. You know I love the Disney and it's inside out. What does that really mean? I think too many of us have lived our lives from the outside in, which means that we define who we are by the things we have, the job we have, the people that surround ourselves with and their views and their opinions. My challenge is you. to you is to flip it. To not live your life and be defined by the outside in, but do the inner work and live from the inside out. What does that really mean? Number one, start to do what you love. Start to do what you love. Lots of people think, yeah, that's easy. That's How does that work? Well, I'll tell you how it works. If you, th- I heard this story recently. I heard this story recently, E equals MC squared effectively means that we are all energy and matter. And actually our purpose in life is to come into life as a lump of coal and to transition to a point of being a fire. You you as a lump of coal, and it might seem weird that I'm even referencing to you and me as a lump of coal, but that's how we come into the world. Our job is to find our spark that transforms us from a coal into fire. That is the potential of a coal. Lump of coal is to be this fire that, that looks amazing, that gives warmth, that gives to others. That is what doing what you love means. It's finding that spark. We come alive when we do what we love we are the best versions of ourselves. We gain energy rather than lose energy when we do things that we love. We come into the world as coal. Our job is to do what we love, find that spark and become the fire. Passion is the energy, the spark. Passion is what we do for ourselves. Purpose is what we do for others. So once you found that passion, once you know what it is that you love to do that builds you up, that energizes more than takes away, your job is to find out how you can give that gift to others. Because the gift that you have was never meant for you. It was meant for the people that need it. So show up with passion, use that spark, light the coal, and then use the coal to serve your purpose and warm and help and serve other people. To do that, you're going to need to lead yourself. You're going to need to build a relationship with yourself. You're going to need to have an empathy for yourself. You're you're going to need to know what your needs are and how to meet them. People right now, they have needs for watching sport. They have needs for exercising. And those things might not be possible in current lockdown circumstances. So it's about getting to know yourself in even more detail. What is it that sport gives you? What is it that exercise gives you? And try and work out how you can give yourself the meeting of that need. Because it's about how can you give yourself what you need? And for those of you that are givers in the world that might feel uncomfortable, how can you prioritise your needs? Well, let me just say to you, if you are a giver And you help other people. There is no honor in the eagle that falls out the sky. The eagle is wise. He sees a tree, he takes a perch, he looks back where he's come from, takes in what he needs, looks to the future, and off he goes again. That's what we're like as humans and as leaders. We need to continue to do what we love, find that spark, serve others, but know where we are, know what we need, know when we can go 100 miles an hour. And know when we need to slow down again to a 20 mile an hour zone. Um, that's what it means to lead yourself to know what you need and to give yourself that because a better you is a better you for those all around you. I've came across this concept from a local speaker uh, called Simon Tyler. It's three, four, three. It's a sport reference. It's a formation three, four, three. And there are three things. Let's just assume that on our list, there'd be three things we hate, just hate to do. Four things in the middle that are just meh, like they're just tasks. And three things that we absolutely love to do. My challenge to you is to do more of the three things you love to do that light you up and less of the three things you hate. And that is where community comes in. The outsourcing, the, the because what's on the list for me is DIY. I hate it. It changes who I am as a human being. I become impatient. I become frustrated. I just do not like to do DIY. I feel inferior. I feel useless. I feel unmanly, whatever that means. It changes who I am and it doesn't need to. So therefore I need to find someone who absolutely loves DIY and I pay them and I pay them because that's how the world goes around. You work and live with your strengths and you do more of what you love and you pay other people. If you- to do stuff that you don't love. I think that's the general simplest way that I can put the need for community. So that's do what you love. Secondly, from living inside out is to be someone you love. Be someone you love. And that means you really need to stand for something. You really need to stand for something. You'll be familiar with this concept from uh, version one is, is really important to find your core values to really know what is important for you what are some of those things that you are unwavering in because when we base our decisions and actions based on things outside to us we might compromise who we are and we look at the end of the day and go who was i why did i do that why did i say that why did i agree to that When you work from the inside out and you know what's really important to you, whether it be love, family, whether it be health, whether that be positivity or optimism or kindness. When you know what's really important to you, you can use those to make decisions. And then trust me, you will make decisions that take you to a place where you would rather be. And that you can sleep at night. It doesn't make things easier. It just gives you the map and the reference point for which you can make decisions. The other thing I would suggest that you do is if you've got a potty mouth and you complain a lot, save your F-bombs for things that matter. Mark Manson in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, says that it's not, mental health is not because we don't give an F, it's because we give too many of them. So save your F-bombs for things that really matter. Another part of being someone you love is about breaking bad breaking bad habits and actually for me um there'll be things where we can be quite negative at ourselves we can for me i'm not exercising so much at the moment during lockdown probably not eating so much i want all the snacks um and and i know enough about myself that um the energy associated with breaking a bad habit is not as fun and as enjoyable as building a new habit So if you want to break a bad habit, my suggestion to you is to replace it with a new habit. And when you want to build a new habit, my advice to you is threefold. Make it simple, make it easy, make it fun. So if you want to break a bad habit, build a new one. To build a new one, make it simple, make it easy, make it fun. What that really means is if you want to get up at six in the morning and go for a run, have your gym kit ready there. You know, go on a route that that you enjoy that that there's something that's going to encourage you to want to do it again the inside out approach to being someone you love is to create that new identity if you are listening to this right now and you might not be what you would describe as positive you know some of the some of the you know the affirmations out there might just say say i am positive three times in the mirror do you believe it yeah that might work What might work is also sitting with that. Writing it down once. I am a positive person. Because it's not about just saying it. It's about believing it. I don't believe in fake it till you make it. I'm not a big fan of fake it till you make it. I would rather talk about model it until you master it. Actually show up trying to make decisions and everything that you do from now and in in the future is to ask yourself those good questions in this situation what would a positive person do in this situation what would a positive person think because over time you will start to get examples that reinforce your new identity when you start saying I'm a positive person and you go away and you, you moan and you spill something and you're and you're negative and you complain. And I don't, and all these things are coming out. It just means you need to practice. It just means you need to practice because what you need to do is find more evidence for why you are a positive person. Find more evidence for why you're a positive person and then let that snowball. It's about who you want to become and building upon that identity. The last per- part of living from the inside out is to be with people you love. And I recently just shared this morning something that I learned in 2008 in my basic law training when I joined the police and it is the Lockhart's exchange principle. And what this principle talks about is that every contact leaves a trace and it's taught to officers and detectives to get them to think about when the offender goes into a crime scene, he, he, he or she brings part of them and leaves part of them within the scene And it's for them to go and find that evidence to connect them to the crime so that they can solve it. Now, that relates to everybody in our lives. Every contact leaves a trace. So be more mindful about the trace being left in you, in your mind and in your heart with the people that you surround yourself with. Think about this. Are they a vitamin or are they a virus? Are the people you surround yourself with right now a vitamin or a virus? Because they will either bring you up or they will bring you down. My plea to you, if you want to be more positive, is to make those intentional choices. Right now, there's a lot of anxiety being thrown around. Um, and we, people might feel better for ranting, but then it's almost like a sneeze. People rant and they sneeze, and then we're left with the sneeze on us. And it, and it doesn't feel nice doesn't feel nice. So be mindful of who you spend your time with, vitamin or a virus. And lastly, when it comes to the people around you is, how do you want to, do you want to raise your average? I've talked with a number of people in the last couple of weeks about when we grow, we've we've all heard about being the average of the five people we surround ourselves with. And when we start to grow beyond our inner circle on that work, people start to get, oh, you've changed you've changed and i like you the way that you are please 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 stay you serve a purpose for me the way you are and if you grow and i don't then maybe that makes me no oh, i've missed an opportunity you know I've, I've not done what i should do so please just just be mindful if you want to raise your average find yourself a group that when you have a bad day they go come on ryan keep showing up and you go, yeah, but i'm so tired and I just come on ryan you've got you've got this and that is the difference between those that bring you down and those that raise you up conscious. Just think, now that I've put that into your consciousness, you will start to think then who who is that for you? Who does that for you? There we go, inside out. Principle number two, build the greenhouse. Build the greenhouse. What does he mean by greenhouse? Why is he talking about greenhouses and how to be more positive? Well, for me, Greenhouse is a metaphor. It's about creating the environment with which that you can thrive. You could consider the greenhouse to be your mind. You could consider the greenhouse to be your general environment and atmosphere, because what you focus on will grow. What you focus on will grow. So when you listen to your voice and you mind your language. Which is a principle from version one, mind your language is. What do you hear? Do you hear what you can do or do you hear what you can't do? Do you hear what you want or do you hear what you don't want? Do you hear solutions or complaints? Do you hear from your own voice and your own inner critic what you're good at or do you hear what you're not so good at? Do you hear what you're grateful for or do you hear what you don't have and what you wish you had? Do you focus on who you are or do you focus on who you wish to be or being others? Do you focus on being yourself or do you focus on trying to be like someone else? And are you focusing on what truly matters to you? So when you're paying attention to your own little greenhouse and those inner little thoughts, mind your language, because what you focus on will grow. And as we know, with any good garden, you've got to weed it. You've got to weed it. And when you're pushing your comfort zone, you're going to get these things called ants in your garden, automatic negative thoughts. So your job is to weed them, weed them out. You've got to see them. You've got to find them, bring them into your awareness. You've got to check yourself. And then you've got to transform them. You've got to take them out. And then what you need to do is plant seeds of positive self-talk. Once you've weeded those negative self-talk and those negative Images, thoughts, whatever they might be, replace them with seeds of positive self-talk. You'll know the story. When I first went to Bratislava um, and pushed my comfort zone um, with Always Better Than Yesterday, my first international client. Um, Later that evening, uh, I had a whole raft of automatic negative thoughts. Um, And, you know, what if you get found out? What if you're not good enough? What if you can't help these people? And I had to, that was at that point where I came up with the phrase, show up, have fun, do your best. That positive self-talk to remind me, to stamp on my ants, to weed out the negative and replace it with a positive. Show up, have fun, do your best. And as my mum's just dropped in the comments, just don't throw stones at your own greenhouse. And that's a really powerful, I don't know whether my mum knows what she's just said there, but the the real power of that is the fact that we sometimes can be the downfall we are the architect but we can also bring it all down by the thoughts that we have simply by throwing stones at our own greenhouse that's profound mum thank you um the other thing i would say about um a greenhouse is that don't be the plant that is looking to compete with the other plants Don't be the plant that's looking to tower over others and take away their light and just look, look at me, look at me shine. You know, don't aspire to be the best plant in the greenhouse. Don't rob yourself of that comparison. Don't focus on wanting to be a sunflower when actually you're a daisy. Just be happy, be who you are supposed to be, be the best daisy you're supposed to be. Be the greenhouse. That creates the atmosphere and the environment for others to flourish in your presence, for others to grow, for you to create that environment where you can grow too. The other thing that I would love for you to incorporate within your greenhouse up here in your mind is this four letter word. And when any challenges come your way, I would love you to say the word. Good. Now, if Corey's still listening with Lisa next door, he will know exactly what I'm talking about, and it winds him up. But if you can respond to any challenge set your way, any setback with the word good, the reason that is powerful is because your brain will suddenly kick in to wanting to justify, why have you just said good? How could this possibly be good? So when Corey comes to me and he says, I've just fallen off the trampoline, I've hurt my leg. And I say, good. He's like, what are you on about? Why do you want me to get hurt? It's not about getting hurt, Corey. Let's look at it from a different way. It's good because you have a trampoline. You're lucky enough to have a trampoline. It's good because you walked up to me and you've said that your leg is sore, but it's not broken. It's good because you have legs. I might be the most annoying dad in the world by saying to him, good. But what I'm building is the subconscious reflex to how we deal with problems. We can't go out. Good. What? Good. Well, I've got a house. I can stay home. I have the internet. It's a very practical way of focusing on gratitude without really intentionally knowing it. And it's a real practical way of getting quite quickly to solutions. Practice. Good. I can see the, I can see the smiles coming up from Lisa. If Corey is watching, if Corey is listening, then I love you, buddy. I love you. (laughs) Good. Okay. Principle number three. So we've done number one, inside out. Principle two is build the greenhouse. Number three, practice makes progress. Practice makes progress. It's my favorite. Uh, It's what I've loved sharing with Castle Mead students uh, in the last year or so. And it's simple um, because there is no perfect. Perfect doesn't exist, especially with positivity. We have highs, we have lows. Like the heart monitor, it goes up, it goes down. If it's flat, that means we're dead. We're not experiencing the human experience, which is highs and lows, which is also positive and negative. So practice makes progress. And every step from here on in is a chance to practice positivity. Imagine it. As a muscle. I've talked about in the past how mindset is the the mental health, the mental strength um, to physical health. Work on your mindset. You're building good, strong mental health. Mental health isn't just what we would associate with the struggles. Mental health is much like physical health. You can have good and you can have bad, strong and weak. If positivity is a muscle, you've got to practice. And I'd and simply follow the do something principle. I'd simply say, do something. Because if we wait for motivation to act, if we wait to be more positive, if we wait to be more inspired, we may never take the action that we need to. So simply do something, do something that you love and let your results inspire you. Let your results motivate you and keep showing up always with the new opportunity of being more positive positively push your comfort zone. I realized in preparing for this live that I probably haven't pushed my comfort zone in this way in a while. I felt the nerves again. I felt excited to be pushing my comfort zone again because it's about being comfortable being uncomfortable. One thing that might resonate with you um, if you're listening and you're your harshest critic This one's for you. If you are your harshest critic and that voice of you're not good enough, it's not good enough. You could be better. You need to be better. You must do more. Well, I'm not going to kick that out of you. My challenge to you is to use that to fuel you towards greatness, because what I need to add to your toolkit is not only being your harshest critic, but being your biggest fan. Being your harshest critic means you own it. You own your shortcomings. You own your downfalls. You own your weaknesses. And it means that when you own it and you take accountability for it, you can change it and you can do something with it. You're not disempowering yourself to the powers that be or the environment or anything else that could affect you. When you own your shortcomings, being your harshest critic, then then you're in control. My plea to you. Is don't be destructive. And become your biggest fan. Learn to appreciate because there has to be balance. And the, when those two meet, harshest critic, biggest fan, what we get is we get progress. We get action. We get learning from failure. We get growth. Harshest critic, biggest fan. And lastly, under this heading, become your own CEO. Become your own CEO and constantly encourage oneself. Become your own CEO and constantly encourage oneself. Be your biggest cheerleader. Be proud of the progress you're making. At the end of the day, use these two powerful questions. What went well so that you can keep doing it? And what would be even better if? What went well and what could I do better? Those two questions are powerful questions that can lead you consistently asking those questions to years and years worth of very intentional, positive growth. How are we doing? You still with me, guys? I hope that you're enjoying the content. Uh, I can see loads of comments coming through. If you've got any questions, then please do let me know. Um, Principle number four, it's another Disney reference and this one is dedicated to my darling daughter, Brooke. And it is from Frozen Two. Do the next right thing. Do the next right thing, because sometimes life can be overwhelming, and we want to be positive. We want to make good choices, but oh man, I don't know where to begin. There's so much to there's so much to do. Like you open your mind, you go, okay, right. I'm gonna be more positive. I'm gonna read a book, and you look, and there's just a thousand and three books that someone's recommended, or you try and have some positive self care time, and you want to go on Netflix, and there's a billion things that you might so much out there it's the paradox of choice we something times things are harder because we've got too much choice we can't really make sense of of what we want so my challenge if you are facing overwhelm is to imagine the scene in monsters inc when they go through and they're looking for this door and they go through this big room of a million dolls it's an amazing scene on monsters inc Millions and millions of doors, and that's what I think overwhelm looks like and feels like. Because it's just like, where do I go now? What do I do? And when we don't know where to do, where to go, and what to do, what do we do? We stay still. We go nowhere, or we go up to a few doors and oh, that's not it. Or oh, last well, night, here's my challenge. If you're facing overwhelm, let me suggest that you focus on um, being specific being specific. So if you want to be more positive right now, think about what I said about being someone you love, doing what you love and being around people you love. Take one specific thing that you want to make uh, progress on today and do that. Narrow it down because in Monsters Inc, the way of narrowing down the focus and attention, knowing which door to act on is to simply go specific. I want a blue door and I want a gold letter box and a gold handle. Fantastic. So what the brain then does is eliminates everything that isn't blue door with a golden letterbox and golden handle. And that means that we are able to use this more effectively. This does not want to be overwhelmed. This wants to be as simple and as efficient and as effective as it can be. It's a lazy thing. That's why it's so easy to learn new stuff, but also so difficult to unlearn it because the brain is lazy. So be specific, tell exactly what you want, take control. Tell it what you want to find, and then take action and do more of those things. The next thing is, if you want to do the next right thing, is to focus on what you can control, not what you can't. I think this advice. advice? I think this advice has gone and done the <laughs> hearts from Corey. He says you're doing really well. Thank you, buddy. The the advice to focus on what you can control has done the rounds a lot recently, um, and it makes total sense. Focus on what you can control, not what you can't. But let me add another layer of, of specificity to that. If you have a notepad, write down three circles. Okay? I would love you to write down headings to these three circles. Things that are not in your control. Things that are not in your control. Because we need to write that down and we need to let them go. The emotional attachment to those is gonna frustrate us, antagonize us, hold us back, make us upset, whatever that might be. Uh, I'm a control freak. Like when I'm out of control, i become a control freak. So this exercise really is important because you just have to let go of some of those things that are not in your control. Leave the middle one empty for now. And this one over here, the heading is within your control. And usually the things within our control are how we show up, our character, attitude how we speak to people how we speak to ourselves people are going to remember for a very long time how we behaved during this time make sure you're focused on your attitude your behavior the values with which you show up the conversations that you lead and the difference that you make to yourself and others that's within your control politics finances the movement of people uh, there's so much beyond our control. Just park that. Focus on what you can control. In the middle, there are things that you can have influence over. So focus on the things that you can control and focus your energy on those things that you can have influence over and just park those things that you cannot control. And what I would say is once you've decided to do the next right thing, you've been specific and you're focusing on what you can control, prepare to meet the three amigos. Hey, going to go prepare to, I can't believe I did that, <laughs> prepare to meet the three amigos. Now, what does that even mean? So we all know the phrase that bad luck or even good luck comes in threes. Now, I don't want to be a pessimist and say three bad things will happen. But if we already think that that might be the case, we can use that to our advantage. If you are a pessimist by nature let me just to challenge you to use that pessimism as a way to prepare you, not to just create those three problems, but to prepare you. Because I don't want you to get so specific with the action you want to take and the things that you're in control and think that you won't hit any hurdles. If we can imagine that at some point we're going to hit the gauntlet of the three amigos, what we can do is show up differently. We can go, ha I knew you were coming. I knew you would come in and you can let him pass. You can, whatever you might do to respond to a challenge, you can be proud with the way that you start to then navigate those challenges and problems. If you know that at some point an amigo is going to come out and say, Hey, give me out of money. Like or whatever he's going to do, whatever he's going to say, just smile. Good. Thank you for the challenge, Mr. Amigo. And when you overcome that challenge and you you know that there's going to be another one, you're just going to build the courage and the resilience and the pride. Because you're going to be thriving in overcoming those challenges rather than fearing that something's going too well or or worrying that there's even a challenge presenting itself. It shouldn't be this way. We know that challenges will come our way. Be prepared to meet the three amigos along the way. And just know that the person that you become in the future depends on everything you do now. So if you want a positive life in the future, it starts with what you do now. It starts with what you do now. Because there is no future, there is no past, there is only now. They say that depression is because we spend too much time in the past and anxiety is we spend too much time in the future. My challenge to you is to be here now, not Oasis's best album. I quite like it, lots of seven minute songs. But my challenge to you is to be here now, be mindful of what you want, be mindful of what you need, be mindful of your language and do what you need to do today to get to where you want to tomorrow. Be brave enough to be a beginner, be brave enough to know that practice makes progress. And that if you want to be great at something, it starts with being brave enough to be a beginner. And I want to come back to if you're stuck physically and you, and you, you feel like you're spinning the tires and not going anywhere. Let me take you back to E equals MC squared. Energy is something that we can create by moving our mass. What that really means is that we should move the body. If we're tired, because we are energy, we need to move the body to create it. Okay, The mass of a rock has less energy than water because water is dynamic, it's moving, it's flowing, it's, it's alive with energy. So get up, move the body, you will feel better and you will stoke your own energy source that will help you Take action and do the next right thing. So we've done Inside Out. We've done Build the Greenhouse. We've done Practice Makes Progress. We've done Do the Next Right Thing. Next one is about you decide. Take control. Set intention. Set, take control of the way that you think. Because the way that you think will inform the way that you feel and the way that you act set your intentions how do you want to think how do you want to feel how do you want to act do not do not be consumed and controlled by everything else around you from the inside out we know that we can take control and simply decide who we surround ourselves with the content that we consume i hope that we're using social media less or we're using it more intentionally and surrounding yourself with people like the great people in this community Because it's either a vitamin or a virus, as I said. Be intentional with what you do. I need to be intentional with, with my exercise. I need to be intentional with my food consumption. I need to be intentional with my thoughts. Because things are tough. Things are tough. Things are challenging. We're in times where we're really testing our own resilience and our own way of dealing with our thoughts and our emotions and... Things can be challenging. But I know, and now you know, that it's always a practice. Highs and lows of life mean that we are human. Doesn't necessarily mean anything. Continue to decide to take action. My last thing that I'd love to share with you is to leave the world a more positive place. Once you've started to le- live from the inside out by doing what you love, being someone that you love, being with people that you love, once you've built the greenhouse, you've created the environment in your mind and around you for those to um, grow, to grow positively, to be in the moment. Once you have then started to show up and, and make progress and to do the next right thing intentionally, maybe then your thoughts can Come about how you leave the world a more positive place let's revisit lockhart's exchange principle if everybody is leaving a trace on you and their interactions then the same is true of you and others so are you a vitamin or are you a virus let me encourage you to start thinking about your legacy what will you choose will you choose positive intentions will you choose to be more positive will you choose to live more intentional and will you choose to do more of what you love because what will people say about you what will people say with the time that they spend with you will they say that you were a vitamin or a virus will they be encouraged by your interactions or will they be discouraged will they want to spend more time with you or less It's just a playful set of questions that I'm posing to you, but it's worthwhile thinking, being conscious of. Because once you have become your own CEO, might I encourage you to become the CEO for others and constantly encourage others because what we put out comes back. Think of a smile. Science says that if you smile at another human being, they get a shot of dopamine and oxytocin and they often reciprocate that smile. It's a very primitive way of being able to communicate. So think about it, what you put out, you will get back in return. Wouldn't you rather that was positive? I really hope that you found this useful. I've had a lot of fun coming back in in the community and and sharing my heart, my mind, um, I would love to know your, your favorite takeaway from, from what I've shared over the last 40 minutes or so. Um, please, you know, just, just either write it in a comment, share it on, on the group or even on your profile, you know, your favorite one-liner that maybe I've shared with you. Um, Corey's just shared his in the comments now. It says, if you plant a seed of love, it will spread and spread and spread. My boy, my boy, proud of you, my friend. thanks mum, love you too so yeah, please do share your favourite takeaway with someone uh, personally in the group or on your profile feel free to subscribe to the podcast where I'll be reposting this and and leave a review there, if you would like more hands-on contact with me in a one-to-one then the the Mindset one to ones is still available for this community only at 70% off, if you want to find your why if you want to find that spark to transform you from the coal into fire then just let me know If you want to join our Master Heart and Mind for Leaders, the group coaching program that meets every week and has one to one every month, then please do let me know. And if you want me to come and speak to your team, your organization, your community, whatever I can do to serve you and help you in any way, then please do reach out to me. Um, I'd love to know if there's any questions on the live right now. I'll just have a flick through. Absolutely, Sarah, looking at what and who we need to top up our love tank. Yep. And a great leader will be so conscious of their own love tank, as you put it, Sarah, because they will know that actually the the fire, they can create that themselves, but it doesn't last forever. And they need to constantly top it up with their fuel. And the fuel to the fire is the passion and it's the doing what we love so uh, it's about that was my challenge to you all to really find that fuel and that passion um, because that's how you keep your your fire going love that Rebecca every contact you touch leaves a trace yeah thank you oh thank you for helping me through this thank you for helping me through it's been an emotional day Um, and thank you for helping me Um, show up and serve you my final thought that i'd love to leave you is one of my favorite quotes from my guy called um henry ford and henry ford says whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're probably right now that to me says about the power of belief my encouragement to you is to go prove yourselves right go prove yourself right think positively think the best of yourself because if you don't you're going to prove yourself right. If you're going to look for the negative, you're going to find it. So please look at yourself in any way you can, positively or embracing, starting to embrace that positive self-identity by saying to yourself, you're a positive person and doing everything you can from now on intentionally to be that little bit more positive. Because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are probably right. So go and prove yourself right. Much love, guys. I appreciate you. There we go. Version two of how to be more positive. I really enjoyed that session. I really enjoyed the conversation with you, and the we are always better than yesterday community. I hope that you enjoyed it too. Really hope that there was something that you were able to take away from it. Um, and if you've made it this far through the episode, let me just say thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. Reach out if you need anytime. Much love.